0: Hey, everybody, we got to start this podcast with a happy birthday to Mr. Casey hey, Donovan. Big Welcome to the Grayland Grabbers podcast. I'm Keekwin. And today it's going to be quite the show. We've got Stephen Casey's moose hunt. And I'm going to introduce Steve here. This guy is something else. Of course, he's a gangster. He's got so much knowledge. We look up to this guy, he's a complete role model. We love him. Welcome to the podcast, Steve. Thanks, Keith, I appreciate that. Um, And of course, we got Casey right here by our side. He's part of the hunt, usual co-host. We're gonna be going through this, we're gonna be jamming. It's gonna be something else.
1: Thanks for having me on, Keiko, I appreciate it, man.
0: Absolutely, guys. So, hey, Steve, we wanna know a little bit about yourself.
2: Okay, so I've been in the Yukon uh, just about a decade now. I uh, started mountain hunting was pretty much as soon as I, I moved here and was legally able to do so. So I've got a few years under my belt, but uh, definitely been feeling the learning curve. And uh, yeah, it's been, been good to be here so far. Just uh, really stoked to check out the territory and all the fish and wildlife it has to offer.
0: Yeah, and there's so much of it. So we totally appreciate you taking your time and coming on the show and sharing your knowledge and getting into the story of this moose hunt yeah man so let's get going day (laughs) one let's
2: dive in so day one was a pretty big day uh case and i loaded up we had a pretty long drive we were about 240k in uh half of that was dirt road so we're we're going pretty far and uh we basically just set up a dirty little camp by the lake and (laughs) day one was just kind of roughing it um, we 're just plowing, making roads and, and uh, hoping for some moose on on you know on our trip, so we had a long ways to go, and we had some some uh, lakes to move through, so we just kind of kept things rolling. That's right. Then day two, we got that little tent set up by the lake, had a quick snooze, and uh, in the
1: morning, we wake up it 's a little frosty, kind of your typical moose hunting weather. Um, but as the sun starts to come up in the morning, as we're packing the boat, we're talking a 15 degree bluebird day. It is beautiful. Yeah. The lake is still, we're packing up the freighter canoe, and uh, yeah, that morning we set sail. That would have been, I guess, September uh, 13th.
2: 13th, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So oh, Man, was that a day. What a day. <laughs> yeah, we had no idea what we were getting into either until we <laughs> were just set out on the lake, you know? <laughs> we're like, all right, moose hunt, let's go. Yeah. Um, so we get out on the lake and uh, we make our way to the back of this first lake that we have to get through because we got a river and a couple other lakes we have to traverse. We ran into some uh, waterfowl that we were interested yeah. in. You remember yeah. that?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Had a couple of cracks at those. Yeah. Didn't really uh, didn't get a call in, but. <laughs> didn't produce. For oh, us. man. What a beginning to a, a trip, though.
1: Oh, it was a lot of excitement. And then as soon as we had seen the waterfowl, we made our way down this river. And uh, I had heard legendary stories about this river we were going to be on in terms of the grayling fish. And like, yeah. I heard there were some of the biggest in the territory.
2: <laughs> Mostly me
1: exaggerating. Yeah. <laughs> some of them might have been Steve's fishing stories. Yeah. Some of them might have been Hey, 60-inch, right.
2: <laughs> sixty uh, seven submitted grailing yeah. They're in there.
1: Exactly. They're monsters. So sure enough, you know, my hopes are high, but we settle into this patch of water where Steve's kind of expecting the fish to be. I got my fly rod ready. You know, we're all tied up, ready to go. And we look under the boat. And sure enough, we just start seeing these... Schools, And I'm not talking like five or six fish. There was no. hundreds of grayling under the boat. Yeah. And we're only in three feet of water and every so we start bombing the line out and we're catching them every cast.
2: Yeah, that was a pretty magical experience. I mean, uh, I've been there a couple times before and, and you know, it didn't didn't let down this time. Certainly, we just drifted over a couple of nice schools. Uh, and we actually had to paddle back a couple times just to get <laughs> Case on some more fish. But I was so yeah. excited.
1: Steve grabbed the front. We killed the engine. He was paddling me upstream while I was casting <laughs> from the back of the boat. And uh, yeah, I think my third cast of the day, I caught my biggest grayling ever. Um, we notched it on my uh, my net. 52 centimeter grayling. We have a Keequins holding a photo of it right now. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm
2: smiling monster. so big in that picture. Just a <laughs> Happiest <laughs> i ever been. The man. dorsal fin on that thing was a sailboat. Oh, I it's mean,
1: all and over in the wind in the photo. It's <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Steve told me the yeah. stories, and sure enough, we go back there and we catch fish just as big as we had heard about. So, yeah,
2: that was pretty special. Yeah, nice coloration, beautiful fish, and uh, they hit hard, fought hard, and we had a real good time that oh, day. One for the taco shell, and also one for the Instagram page. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's what they call a (laughs) twofer a (laughs) twofer
1: so then we kind of made our way past um, we made it through the shallow river past the lake we had to traverse got back to the lake we were going to set up camp we did, we kind of found a point we were interested in Um, I think we cruised to the back of the lake and we did a little recon that day
2: yeah it was a little bit of a back and forth we kind of had two spots one was at the south end of the lake and one was at the north end Mm -hmm. the south end was wooded Uh, offered some really good coverage, some good calling spots, some good fishing spots. Uh, didn't really feel super moosey though. And, uh, we kind of checked out, we, we went up, bombed up to the north end of the lake and found a nice willow patch. And uh, that was kind of the the ticket right there.
1: Yeah, and I think even that night, right beside the willow patch, we had seen some tracks that weren't super fresh, but we knew there was a moose around, right?
2: Yeah, there was a couple couple good fresh sign. Mm -hmm. And uh, we kind of figured like, okay, this is a spot we can work. We can kind of hunker down here and concentrate some effort. And uh, we know if there's fresh sign around, like, you know, we can work an animal back into the area. For sure, exactly. So we set up our camp relatively close
1: to that willow patch on the closest point we could find. We got back out for some fishing and the timeline's a little messy here. I think we went out first. And did we catch the lake trout or the pike first? I don't know. I don't know. Many fish. I'm losing track. The, the amount of fish
2: <laughs> on that lake was uh, yeah, something to tell your grandkids about, but <laughs> oh, I still uh, can't believe it. It was uh, something something to behold, that's for sure. So we're on pike, we're on lake trout instantly. I think we were on the lake trout first. Mm. We we're bumping some shoals off peninsulas, which is, you know, notoriously good trolling areas. Yeah. And uh, we worked our way into this bay and kind of found this weeded area where it was just like, hey, let's bomb some massive spoons out and see what, what comes out of here. <laughs> oh, and mean, uh, man, I haven't had the hair on the back of my neck stand up like that in years. There were some <laughs> monsters hidden <laughs> in the weeds in there.
1: We have photos of the fish, the small
2: fish the we small, caught that day the smaller relative to
1: the ones we caught a few days later. But yeah, these things, these suckers were pulling our boat around. Yeah,
2: 40 inch pike pulling the boat around at the small end a yeah. uh, couple monsters in there that were you know nearing on 60 inches i mean <laughs> we caught some some easily 35 pound pike in there there was some monsters
1: just a dream right and for me it was a big year uh, up here a big season in the summer but this is my first big like seven eight day trip i think yeah. of the season maybe modest the caribou hunt yeah and in that day we've caught grayling pike <laughs> and lake trout yeah. and we're settling can't get any better <laughs> yeah. but we go back to our camp the sun goes down we cook up a feed and we look up over the boat, and what do we
2: see? There's some Northern Lights. yeah. <laughs> I, like, you know, we're like, we're
1: kind of sitting there watching them, and I'm like. Kind of Looking at each other, we're like, Yeah, this
2: is yeah. like one of the better shows I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> and, and that was day one. Up. That yeah. was day one. That was day one of the hunt. So <laughs> yeah. day two of our trip and day one of the hunt. Exactly. Was, uh, I don't know. Big success to say the least. If I could have had that much
1: action in a whole year up here, I would have been happy, but it almost crammed into one day, it just didn't make sense. So I was yeah. super, super excited. About it that. was
2: definitely a good omen. <laughs> yeah, it was a good
1: omen for sure. It was a good good
2: start, <laughs> of the trip. No doubt. So we woke up day three of the trip. Uh we had glassy water all day. Uh we were just exploring the lake, we were kind of moving around. So we did some trolling. Uh, we moved down to the south end of the lake and we found some really nice substructure. We found some lake trout. We had some crazy retrieves with like 50 to 100 lake trout chasing our line. And at that point, you kind of know you're on a red. We kind of, we were responsible. You know, we were fishing with fly rods. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were catching less than our limit. And we were basically just working the area to get some food and, uh, you, you know, we just had a ride doing it because we, we failed were, our stakes. We, yeah, we were, we were pulling leg <laughs> trout out of the depths. And man, like watching a 100 lake trout follow your fly as you're stripping in is like, nothing you've ever seen i
1: can't remember having that much fun with a fly rod since being out with my old man back in the mighty bear machine
2: you know it's been a long well, time not too many things that compare that's it, for sure it
1: was uh next level i couldn't believe it you know it was uh it was a real dream and, and hooking into those you know 10 to 20 pound lake trout with yeah. this eight pound the fly rod run, it yeah. was uh yeah we had a lot of laughs and mind you we're moose hunting, so we're trying to keep our voice down yeah. but my excitement was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, red
2: line. we weren't really hunting at that point <laughs> yeah. if we're gonna call it, it was a spade. fishing trip yeah it was. Like it was a fishing trip at that point, for <laughs> yeah. sure. So we had a little shotgun rule going on, and uh I was uh, happy to bag the first lake trout of the, of the day there you on a fly sure rod did. in case you had to shotgun a beer. So yeah. that was kind of the highlight of our day. We kind of just hung around doing some fishing, and, uh you know, another day of Eating fresh wild game off yeah. land, so oh, it was
1: amazing. I'd love to say I caught the first fish that day, but Steve just reminded me with a video that he took from. That. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it turns out I did lose the shotgun roll that. Hey, day. The shotgun go. roll stayed in effect Stay for the rest effect, of the week. Yeah, I think most days you won, but I might have got you <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. moving on to day four it was uh we kind of got up we decided we wanted to hunt some small game and we hadn't had a whole lot of action in the moose department on day three
2: and all so, sign
1: exactly so we kind of hiked way back into the woods we found a little bit of a gamey trail um and steve you ran into a bird
2: yeah we weren't <laughs> too far down the trail we had seen a couple uh the days before just walking up the the chute there we had some uh grouse right on the just basically like the old riverbed and uh, we were kinda hoping for the same thing. We had to go a little further than we expected, but you know, a couple K into the bush. We bumped a, a nice spruce grouse and got him with a, a nice headshot with a quiet. <laughs> On the twenty two, the On the twenty two, yeah. Wasn't. Yeah, it was a twenty two with a, a nice quiet and just hit him and uh, he dropped pretty quick. So we had a real nice meal. That day, you never would have seen, up. yeah, that was amazing. You never would have seen two guys,
1: um, so excited over <laughs> yeah, a single ground, ground, ground. We jumping yeah. up and down, you know.
2: Yeah, well, anything different than fish at that point, you know, it was <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but We're some, some, some dark weekend. meat, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, what do we fry them up with some Doritos or something? That yeah, was? the grayling we did <laughs>
2: up with like a gri- uh Dorito blend, and uh, man, that was wicked! Oh, wow. un- unbelievable. And
1: then uh, that night after the grouse walk and after we had the feed, we went back to the willow patch as we did most every night from there on. Exactly. Um, and that's when we had the beautiful red sunset
2: and we started throwing some line for some grayling. Yeah, that water was just churning. I mean, there was grayling and lake trout, and like these lakes are just teeming with fish. Um, any we're,
1: second a moose can walk out, those tracks yeah, are right beside yeah. us. The,
2: the tracks are fresh, we're calling, it's perfect weather, it's moose weather, you know, like, we're basically having the time of our lives, oh. like, in the middle of a river, basically expecting a moose to walk out any <laughs> any second, while also fly fishing, and uh, I, I decided, you know what, like, this moment was too good, so I decided to hop back, I put my rod down, Grabbed the camera, which was the iPhone at the time, yeah. and uh, grabbed a couple stills of Casey doing some fly fishing in that river. And uh, man, the grayling were just all over the place, just churning at the surface. Yeah, you got a photo had, of it right Yeah, here. yeah. Some uh, turquoise water and pink skies, man. It was like unbelievable. Uh, it was just like a scene out of a
1: movie and for me moving up here for the outdoor adventure uh yeah, you know, it's one of those moments where I, I really appreciated it. felt like I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that was a, that was a
2: scene right out of uh, A River Runs Through It or something. <laughs> yeah. Just grayling as far as you can see. Water's rising. Casey's casting. I do kind of look like Brad Pittman. <laughs> if I do, I do say no, so
1: now now myself. Now that you mention <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. And then, so where are we now? I guess
1: then the next day, Steve, we kind of got into the, uh, we found the pike slough again.
2: Yeah, so we bumped into some pike basically on day one. I mean, we we basically found all of our spots on day one. Yeah. uh, Which was just crazy. So we decided to go back to this pike spot, like cognizant of the fact that you know, pike are aggressive feeders, and they will hit lures when they're in their territory. And so we kind of went in knowing, like, we're gonna have to play as conservative, like, we're gonna maybe keep a fish out of this water, but potentially we're gonna release some, like, quite large fish. So we came in with the right gear, we kind of knew what we were doing, um, and we basically just, yeah, we lit it up. That area was really hot, and the pike were feeding, And it was like every cast we were catching, just monster, monster (laughs) pike. So we had a really good good day out there i would say i don't know biggest pike i've ever seen in my life yeah casey was getting the boat towed around by i uh, couldn't get
1: over it 50 inch pike well one pike that i landed which was smaller than one that you caught um he bit a, a hole in the net and he got that's through right. it before we could yeah. like you know properly get him out you know and uh, release him properly but yeah he just he he decided he
2: was leaving so yeah there's a couple a couple big fish in there to be had that's for sure <laughs> yeah. um, we found them (laughs) you know we did we did uh you know stick to our guns and and we made sure that everything was uh, ethical we were using single barbless and Everything was great. The releases were good. Exactly. And uh, we had a nice net. Planner by the book. And everything, yeah, everything worked out super well. It was an awesome, awesome night of fishing. We Definitely.
1: snapped a laker, I think, on the other side of the lake. That's just right. Back, just too. before
2: we came back.
1: Water got a little
2: greasy on the way back. Yeah. Maybe, or that
1: was the next day. I think, yeah, it no,
2: it was it kicked up. when we, after, Right after we hooked that big laker, um, that was the one that bombed on me. And right. we just had this thing oh. singing. This yeah. thing was just singing the line. <laughs> uh, I first, Steve said he's a four or five
1: pound And I saw that line then, and I was like, man, I think that's a bigger fish than that. And we heard the line just. Yeah. going to the bottom yeah. and he looked at me he's like yeah you're
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a little a little bigger than five or six but yeah. hey we uh we got that fish in the net and yeah. the the hole in the net from the pike actually allowed that laker to just bomb right out of there like no questions I wanted him
1: for supper, right? so
2: it was a little bit of a heartbreak but at the same time as guys that like love seeing fish go back out into the into the lake you know uh that was really? an awesome, awesome fish to, to release. Oh, and like, incredible. We didn't touch it once, so no. it was it was perfect. Oh, not unscathed. And we brought him in pretty quick. He wasn't yeah. too tired. No. He swam as was soon as he good. hit the water. Shallow water, yeah. yeah. Good fight, but shallow water, big laker, and uh, we got him back without touching him. So that was that was so much fun. Sweet. Great experience. <laughs> Super good.
1: The next day we went for a grouse walk. We snapped up this little creek actually, um, close to where we had found the moose tracks. And, uh, yeah, that's where I think you
2: saw the martin. That's right. Yeah, there was a little, tiny little guy, Pine Martin, and he it was uh, jetting across a tiny little spruce tree that had fallen across the little creek that we were on. Yeah. And uh, it was just, like, a good sign. It was a good omen, what yeah, I consider so cool. to be a good omen. Like, that's a, it's a healthy habitat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are animals that, like, require fairly good, stable ecosystems and here we are, like, marching up a trail with, like, fairly fresh signs, some moose sign, you know, some grouse tracks. Like, there was all kinds of stuff. And we were like, okay, we're, we're right into it now. You feel like
1: you're in the Yukon bush. You're seeing all yeah. these guys around. We saw a lesser weasel that night in the Willow Patch, too. That's right. Which was awesome. Then we made our back our way back to camp, and uh, we are cooking up some supper that night. And we hear the sound... I don't know what we think it was initially, um, but I think at one point we look at each other. We're like, man, is that like, is that a jet boat or is that a fucking chopper? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're like, there's no way it's a chopper. It can't be a helicopter. We're, we're way, the way out
2: the woods. in the yeah. Yukon.
1: like there's nobody around. We're a long way off the dirt road that we drove in 90 kilometers to launch the boat, right? So anyways, we get out of the tent and we look up and sure enough, there's this chopper yeah. circling <laughs> around. <laughs> Coming straight forward.
2: <laughs> Coming straight forward. So my initial impression was uh, my in had stopped working like a day or two prior to that. Mm. Um, and so I knew my partner, Lisa, was like kind of on, on the edge. Like she was sending me a few messages about not hearing from us. And so my gut instinct was just, oh my God, they're looking for us. Like they're flying a low pattern south in the lake, like clearly yeah, They're looking for something, something. And then they just hit the edge of the north end or I guess the west end of the lake and they start bombing it north towards us, (laughs) like straight at us. So I'm like, okay, well, they've clearly seen us and like, you know, they're looking for us and they land in the water and out pops a co
1: so i stepped out of the tent and i walked over because i wasn't sure if we had hit the panic button on the inreach or what but not sure enough the boys were just doing routine checkups which is great you know it keeps people in check that are out in the bush so uh but we were just taken by surprise that day so they came over they checked our lures checked our licenses we had a big laugh about the whole thing and they went on their way
2: yeah um but when they flew
1: off we were a little disappointed we're like you know what that was a pretty loud chopper. Maybe it scared all the moose.
2: I was pretty gutted, man. You know, uh, I, I at that point, I kind of felt like we should change our plan. Uh, we had invested a lot of time into one area, almost a week
1: at this point. Basically,
2: a week at that point, and it was like kind of we're we we're playing our cards all in, and uh, it was basically like okay, well we're washed out. Like this chopper just flew over our moose willow mm. patch, and uh, no moose are gonna come here for a couple days. So. Yep. You know, we might as well turn tail and start to head out and and hunt our way out of there. Yeah, maybe try to quiet, let a couple calls go, and hope there's a ball coming through there. And, and that's not totally unheard of. I mean, like there were there were areas where we could have done it, but at the same time, we had invested in an area where we'd seen fresh sign. We knew it was a likelihood. Uh, that's where we kind of we we laid all all our chips, and we said like this is our spot. So. At that yep. point, it was kind of a gutted decision. Like maybe we just pack up and head out of here tomorrow because, you know, like the rest of this trip is going to be a wash. Exactly.
1: And then that's kind of the realization we're coming to as we go to bed and call it a day. The next morning, you know, we wake up kind of coming to terms with those thoughts. And uh, how maybe Steve, tell us a little bit how that played out.
2: Oh man, that was ugly. So the next day we woke up and that was basically like the Hail Mary. Um, so we have time. To, you know, basically kind of throw one last ditch attempt and uh, try to get a moose in. And we woke up at probably 5 a.m. and the wind was just sideways. (laughs) The wall tent was about to blow over. um, And I remember looking at Casey and just saying, like, what are we doing here, man? And he said, we're going (laughs) to (laughs) sleep.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I thought, you know, it. it was a calculated decision. <laughs> yeah. From the gecko. Yeah. And
2: you know what? The, the side of the wall tent from like two feet in was touching my face. So I was like, I was, I was chill with that decision. Same. It was blowing directly. I, it was pushing against my face harder than my pillow, but yeah. I was so comfortable in my car. We so you were know, like, so comfortable.
1: If this, if this wall tent falls down, I don't care. I'm staying here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we basically made the executive decision to sleep in and which which on a hunt is like you know you got to be pretty battered at that point and (laughs) and and bruised to want to do that and so we were tired definitely um and so i'll tell the story from my perspective i guess so i'm sitting there and we start cooking up some grub uh, we're getting breakfast going and, and, you know, I'm like, Casey, do you hear that? Like, there's like a thud, 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 outside. And he's like, okay, you know, is it a chopper? Are they coming back? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? So he bolts out the tent And I mean, like, he's gone. Like, as soon as I basically say there's a sound, like Casey's out, out the door. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, okay, well, like, I'll just keep cooking. Like, no big deal. And he's gone for like a few minutes and a few more minutes pass by. And I'm like, this is really weird. Like, you know, he should be back by now. Like, you know, if if it was just a plane, he'd say something like maybe he's taking a leak. I don't know, like what's going on. And then, you know, lo and behold, like two minutes later, I'm just cooking and kind of like, you know, forgot about the whole thing. And the door of the wall tent just bursts open. (laughs) Boof. And Casey just slides into the wall tent like Kramer. And he's just like, where the fuck is my gun? And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on here? Pardon my French. But, you know, I'm stunned. So Casey grabs his gun. I grab my gun. We run out of the tent with our spotting scopes and our binoculars. We hit up the beach. And lo and behold... Yeah, we got two real healthy cows at the end of the
1: lake. And the exciting thing for us was back at that uh, willow patch we had been scouting all week. We had seen three sets of tracks. We were pretty confident there was a bull and two cows. And we're looking at two cows at the end of this lake. And we say, okay, the (laughs) the mister's in there somewhere. So we're excited. He's got to be. It's got to be the same moose, right? Because we had seen fresh sun like within, I don't know, 36 hours. And that. it was
2: very clear. Two cows and a bull.
1: And they're just frolicking. It's amazing to watch them actually. Yeah. We got the spotting. Both of us had the spotting
2: scope. scope out. They're yeah. feeding
1: on, you know, all the vegetation down <laughs> low. And there's tossing. It's a little rainy. It's a moosey day. It was
2: a moose day. And then <laughs>
1: and then I think, uh, yeah, we caught eyes of the third moose that stepped out onto the Yeah. Deep.
2: So basically, um, Casey flies in the wall tent, tells me that there's a moose you know, like, he didn't even actually tell me there was moose. He would just said, come with me. (laughs) So I grab all my shit. I run out to the beach and I hammer the glass, like instantly we're out looking and I'm following his eyes. And, uh, there's a big brown body in the water and there's a cow moose. So after about half a minute, okay, it's a cow. Then there's another cow. She's swimming out. And I look at them and I say, you know what case, like those are two cows are about four years old. Like, they're the same age. They would never be together right now if they weren't pulled up. So we rip a couple cow calls to emulate another cow hanging out on this this peninsula that we're on. And so the two cows are watching the water kind of, like, swim off the shore and swim out of our lives. And we're like, okay, well, you know, those are the only moose we're going to see this trip. And, like, that's cool. Like uh, at least we kind of saw something. Great fishing trip. Yeah, it was, it was a great fishing (laughs) trip. And we saw some cow moose, like, you know, it's a win. And, uh, we kind of sat there, you know, it was pretty natural, like the instinct to just sit there and watch. And about, you know, a minute and a half, two minutes later, uh, lo and behold, those two cows were herded up with a bull and they had turned the next peninsula and they were out on the point and we could see them. And then basically, yeah, it was game on. So my jaw hit the floor. I looked over at Casey, and he was halfway back to the canoe.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, just, I was watching that beach. Like, every brain cell in my head was paying attention to that shore. And I just saw this big moose walk out. It's a young bull, buddy. I just saw the antlers, and I said, oh, my God. Yeah, by the
2: cool. time I said, is that a...
1: I threw cool. my spotting foot off my lap, and I just started sprinting behind me to the boat, yeah. trying to get that motor turned over. And, and I heard you talking, but I was already gone. And I, then I saw you coming, and you're right hot on my tail. Oh, yeah. We fired that freighter out, fired up that little uh, little motor, that yeah. little 99. No, We fired was... around, and honestly, it was the coolest stock because it was quick. It was quick and It was and like dirty. a kilometer yeah. from where we saw them, but we just drifted through the fog. Moosey day killed the engine, drifted up close and as that bull was getting scared,
2: yeah, that was it. That so was it. I think I I uh, was in the front the front seat there. Yeah. And uh him at 400 uh with the with the spotting scope yeah. and then uh, with the rangefinder 300, 200, 180 you know i looked back and i remember looking at case and just kind of giving them the kill it sign yeah. kind of doing the death signal over my neck and and he just cut the engine and we just drifted and i was at that point i had got out of my seat and walked behind it and set up right over my seat um and and it was game over i mean the the two cows stepped off into the willows and they were up the hill and we had the moose like dead to rights at 185 And uh, the first shot, like instantly, I kind of missed it. And we swelled up and we came back down, and I knew it was on him. So I pulled the trigger. And we whacked them at 185 right through the And highway. the
1: waves were popping too. It was a sketchy shot. Just not, you're not going to practice in the range on a boat with waves <laughs> kicking in. Yeah. But yeah, we're up and down, up and yeah. down. And at 185, I don't know if you've ever shot, what were those old workout machines that used to twist your legs around? You <laughs> try shooting off one of those at 185? That's a tough yeah. shot to me. Yeah, anyway, it was uh, none, of
2: it, what, none of a none of it experience kicking exactly. in there for sure. Like shooting off the bow of a, of a boat and oh. slow and so uh, yeah so so we we had a a good lucky shot i uh put one right through his heart and he was just on the edge of the shoreline there's pretty good shoreline in the fall and uh, that moose was right on the edge and Case didn't hesitate. As soon as I shot, you know, he let one loose and spined him. Yeah. And that that moose was down six feet off, nine feet off the edge of the shore. Yeah. In no time.
1: Just up. And then he was kind of hung up on some trees, but such a big animal. It was my first time seeing a Yukon moose up close.
2: Yeah, that's right. So, you know, it's a young bull. And a young bull, but man, he was big.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I get up to this thing. I'm like, how the hell are we going to get him down to the beach to butcher him? We want to ideally set up the tarps on the beach and have a nice clean operation yeah mm-hmm. so we anyway we did um luckily for us the moose was heavy enough we just gave him a little shove and he barreled down the tree that was holding his him in place. yeah his weight just carried him down like, <laughs> yeah, and he just landed right perfect we just set him up <laughs> a couple uh old spruce trees on either side of them yeah, jacked up. him up yeah. so his belly was up we jacked him up and then we went to work and you got a sweet photo right here yeah. of when we started the job yeah was it was a cool.
2: pretty epic spot i mean we were we were hung up like it was like a do we get the cable coming along out? Like, do we, do we start to winch him out of here? Mm -hmm. And, uh, Case and I basically put our backs into the wall and just put our feet up on the, the, you know, different ends of the moose and, uh, gave him a, a pretty good heave. And he started to slide. He broke loose and started to knock trees down as he went and, uh, took about four or five little spruce trees out and just slid out onto the beach. Like, Pretty well, exactly where we wanted oh, him. Oh, it's incredible. And then we just kind of repositioned him a little bit and uh, got him so his, his chin was up and his butt was down, and we had him right where we wanted him. And oh. uh, that was, man, that was a, a gut job to behold I mean that was one of the cleanest sights I've ever had
1: yeah I was so excited like just doing it with you we had talked about doing so many hunts together and stuff right. I've with you for so long that was one of our huge things that we had in common was this big game thing up in the Yukon and we finally got to get it done together and didn't it just all work out once we got <laughs> yeah, that move down. That's right. smooth one of the cleanest jobs I'd ever even seen done and uh next thing you know you know we're back at camp we're uh, building the, the fire, meat. hanging <laughs> the meat in a tree right beside our wild pen. And we're like, all right, getting the cast iron yeah. out over the bar Time uh, for some backstrap. Yeah. We, we gathered what liquor we had left.
2: <laughs> yeah, we gathered up what we had and uh, fired some butter on the grill and just slapped those steaks on there. And man, I have never had nah. wild game. And, and you know, there's always a hunt where you get to to fry up some, some wild meat, like fresh. And we cooked cooked up these moose backstraps. Over the fire, and they were, like, hands down the best meat I've ever had. Yeah,
1: that I've never insane. had that before in my life either. Yeah. Not even close. It was just, like, I couldn't believe it. We we both bit into it, and we're, we know it was going to be good. We had a nice moose. Um, yeah. But we kind of both look at each other, and this, this <laughs> steak's melting in both the our mouths. Realization. And we like, man, yeah. like, this is something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so I just want to add to that. Like, uh, we did, you know, so the area we were hunting in was Cascadene, uh, traditional territory. And we did seek out a permit uh, from that government to hunt there, and so part of their cultural like uh, plan was to have us harvest a younger moose, mm-hmm. And so we kind of fulfilled that duty uh, as well in this hunt because they asked us not to hunt uh, a bigger breeding bull who's kind of like the dominant bull in the area. And so we kind of went into this hunt with like the mentality of like, you know, if, if we see a younger bull that's definitely ideal. And we only saw one, but you know, the situation worked out such that it was the one that was kind of right for us yeah so that's what we were after it really it really worked out well
1: and we filled filled the freezer with some just uh you know pristine moose meat yeah unbelievable so meat it worked out everybody won yeah that was a, <laughs> man one in a lifetime for sure for one in a lifetime for sure i don't know that we'll ever get that again i'll chase it i'll chase, chase the dragon until <laughs> i die but uh yeah that was a real special couple of days the next day steve so we had that back strap we went to bed um, and then we, you know, we were a little scared cause we had a little, the lake kicked up maybe once on us that That's week. That's right. We had been spoiled for like seven days. It was pretty calm. One day and asked you what to go. <laughs> and we're like, okay, let's not get cocky. Let's get the fuck out of here.
2: That's right. So we booted it out the next day and, uh, we hung our, our stuff in the trees and it was real nice secluded. We tarped it off from the wind and the sun, uh, had a nice half day hanging. We packed it up in the boat. Nice tight. And uh, we lined it up, basically two tributaries and, and one lake, and uh, got it up through into sort of the area where we could pack it out of there. And uh, man, was that ever a real fun experience! But you know, a little sketchy. It was like, like the overall. I'd say this was the best week of moose hunting I've ever had. Yeah. Like overall, this was cruising. Nothing, nothing wrong. Everything's going well, and then the packet was like. Okay, now boys, you need to pay a little bit of attention. Yeah. Like there's rocks here. You're lining it upstream. You've got chest waders on, which they don't call death waders for no reason. For sure, and we're you know. in strong current too. When we're
1: at that one point, you were up to your chest. Yeah. And we can't. There's big rocks, so we can't quite be running the prop. So we're kind of pushing the boat up the river through the strong current. And yeah, one slip we're, there,
2: we're belly flopping into the boat and firing it up. And
1: we got our wall tent in there.
2: We got yeah. a full moose full butchered moose, in the yeah. boat.
1: All of our stuff i don't know how many empty. it was probably
2: 1800 pounds and every time i had to hold that canoe steady in case had to jump onto the back of the boat to Mm. fire it up i had to basically try to keep it in line with the current because as soon as it pulled left to right it was drifting hard and sometimes that meant snapping me up against a rock you know an eddy like whatever it was a, a big pool and uh yeah, we basically hopscotched our way through like 16K of river. it <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> was. Yeah. And we hit that big lake and we you know we were coming across the big lake on the way out. And Case was like, you know, pretty, pretty keen on hitting some fish that we were seeing. <laughs> and if <laughs> not As if, uh, we, had as if we had had greedy, enough. And, and I just gave him a, a gentle reminder that like we had a, a decent way to go. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, from there, you know, it still got interesting.
1: Oh, it did for sure because we'd stopped to fish just when we got to the last lake where we had to traverse. It was calm as could be, and no way could it blow up. But we looked at each other, and Steve said, I think we should go. And I said, Yeah, man, I think we should too. Yeah. And you know, maybe 30 minutes into that voyage, the waves just started to kick a bit, <laughs> and then they got a bit worse. And as we're maybe within 10 minutes of where the truck is, that's when they really started to kick yeah. up. And I started to sweat a little, I was like, this could either get worse, or may- or we'll make it to the truck, and it'll be perfect. Yeah, and uh, it was just enough. The waves were riding the gunnels, but it never came onto the boat, onto the meat. That's we right. escaped unscathed, made it back to the boat strapped that sucker on made it back to the truck so we with the boat strapped the sucker on and we went back to town Plowed out of there <laughs> <Game> <laughs> over. like you said steve um it was my like i've been not on any successful moose hunts up here first of all but had been on a few moose or just general hunting trips that you know it's not always fun like that. Yeah. And this day we had action every day and we had been talking about getting out together for so long. We caught trophy fish. We harvested that moose, lived off wild game for a
2: week. Um, yeah, it was, I couldn't have scripted it better. No, you know what? I, I've done a lot of trips up here, good and bad, ugly otherwise. And I would say, hands down, the nicest week of hunting I've ever had in my life. No doubt. Uh, experientially, like we just saw everything, you know, experienced everything. Everything was just golden, and we were gifted with this moose at the end, and it was just like to die for. Like the whole trip went from just amazing to how do you even explain this to people? It's just like, you know, everything fell into place. Exactly. And if it was for these photos, you print it off. from me, I, mean, I still <laughs> wouldn't believe it to be honest. But here they are. Here they are. And I mean, man, like it was one for the ages. Like this is everything we could have asked for and more. No, absolutely. And uh
1: yeah, it was just a real pleasure. I look forward to the next one we get out on cheers. together. But cheers, uh, that's kind of the end of the story. That's where things conclude. Steve, cheers, thanks man. so much for coming on the podcast. Kiki, Kiki. cheers. So Always much for a host cheers. Have Always night. a pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, we'll see what you're in store for for next week. Appreciate you hitting the play button. Have a good night and uh, happy holidays.